Texas. They say everything's bigger here, and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and even bigger stakes. This is beef country, Texas. Home to the Alamo, the Cowboys, and the largest military installation known to man. So big, it has a big name. Fort Hood, the great place. It's got a Texas-sized podcast as well. And this is it, right here. Fort Hood's great big podcast. Yeehaw. that time again it's ford hood's great big podcast oh my gosh that sounded so cheesy anyway how's it going welcome to the podcast i am always am always oh this is going so poorly you know come here come here bring it in there's just me in the studio right now yeah that's right there's no dave no brianna Dave is at a uh, doctor's appointment with his wife. Brianna called in last minute, said she was not feeling well. She cautions it is not coronavirus. So that's good. Not feeling good, but not, doesn't got the thing. But that just leaves me, little old me, and all of you. And I got to tell you, it is an awkward feeling. To be in here by myself, talking to nobody. Well, I'm talking to you, not that you're not somebody. Don't take it that way. I meant, you know, in the room, there's nobody. Usually I'm looking at someone. I'm not just pontificating to the stars. But, well, looks like it's just you and me today, dear listeners. So we'll do what we can. All right, well, to kick things off, Got a story here, very interesting. You know, here at uh, Fort Hood, there's been some concerns, and we see them online. They get sent to me all the time that people are not taking the quarantine seriously or social distancing seriously. They're meeting in groups, they're not wearing masks, they're gallivanting out and about when they should be at home. And uh, Indonesia apparently has the same problem. This is a worldwide phenomenon. It's not just a Fort Hood thing or wherever you are, Kansas, Colorado, California, Alaska, people are going out everywhere when they probably should be inside. Well, in Indonesia, officials in central Java province have gotten creative with their punishments for quarantine violators, forcing them to stay in a haunted house. That's something, isn't it? I can't think of a haunted house around here. 
I don't know if I think I'd probably be interested in staying in one. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? That's not like I, I think it's supposed to be terrifying. But actually, it sounds. I mean, it piques my interest. It says. Rather than threatening these folks with fines or even jail time, the regent of Sergen Kustinar, Utung Yuni Sukawati, pledged to send violators to abandoned haunted houses, but told everyone, hey, relax, we're still going to feed them and monitor them. We're just sending them to hang out with the damned. All right? Two pull-up residents who agreed to self-isolate have already violated the order, so in you go. They've been locked inside an abandoned haunted house, and had they obeyed the order, said local authorities, we wouldn't have locked them in there because they couldn't stay at home. You got to hang out with ghosts now. Contacting the two folks who have been locked inside the haunted house for two weeks now, say that they're currently celebrating the success of their new YouTube channel, Quarantined with Ghosts, and are in talks with Netflix Indonesia on launching a new Haunted Lockdown series for the platform. Huh? Huh? All right. Uh, It's a lot tougher when you're in here by yourself. Uh, I do. I also have a piece uh, that links passing gas and coronavirus, but uh, I guess I will... Not read that one because on reflection, farts are just kind of wasted when you're sitting in a room all by yourself. So I guess, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. I'm going to try to figure out a way forward on this being only one. Um, So listen to this. We'll regroup. And uh, things will get better. I, I swear, things are going to be okay. Maybe. A social distancing tip. Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book. Take a walk. Unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September. Paint a self-portrait. Catch up on a TV series. Do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It's what your tax dollars sound like. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. When I'm headed down south to the land of And welcome back to the Lonely Podcast. Yes, it is just me sitting here, but I, I realize that that listening to just me might not be as enthralling as, as I would hope. So I thought, uh, let's see, I'm going to try to hook us up with someone else uh, via modern technology. So let's, let's give this a, a shot here. Oh. The wireless customer you are calling oh. is not available. That's not Please a good sign. Please try again later. All right. So uh, let's see who else might I be able to get in touch with. This is what makes really great podcasting is this uh, this lull here. All right. Try this one. Oh, at least uh, 
guess we got a ring this time. We got a ring this time, and and I imagine thousands of fingers are reaching for their devices, fast forwarding past this segment right now. More ringing. Your call has been forwarded. Oh, that's nobody likes me today. All right. Well, as they say, third time is the charm. Let's see. Who will hide this really? Oh, wait. There we go. Hello? Hey. Hey, there you are. I've been trying to reach you. I know. It uh, hung up on me. I didn't hang up on you. I called. Well, it's, it's a I phone. I know, but it, uh, there was nothing there. Well, I assure you there was. Hey, everybody who's listening out there. Um, the person who's called and who we're talking to right now is uh, my very own mother, Linda Parker. Now, I know we've mentioned her on the podcast before. We've never had her. Uh, and thanks to modern technology, meaning cell phones, here she is right now because no one else is. No Dave, no Brianna, just me and my mom, which will probably be the name of the podcast going forward, Charlie and Mom. How's it going, Mom? It's <laughs> Just fine. I'm getting ready to have my temperature taken. Oh, well, that's exciting. Pray tell why. Because I'm getting ready to donate platelets. Platelets? Why not? What is that? What is donating platelets? Platelets, well, most people donate whole blood. Mm-hmm. I donate platelets, which is a component of whole blood, um, except that they take out a little piece of part of my blood, and then they spin it, and the platelets come off of it, and then they put it back. Well, the, the, the platelet the is what back. it's what carries the blood, isn't it? It's the little part of... No, 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 that's plasma. Oh, mm. what is a plasma? Platelet? platelet is what stops you from bleeding, Oh, okay. I've been living a lie all these years. My understanding of, of how blood works. No, this is, and it's used for um, people with cancer, leukemia, mm-hmm. cancers, um, burn victims. Well, in this, in this day and age of, of COVID, aren't you afraid to, to give blood? Isn't that, uh, I mean, why aren't you sheltering in place? Why are you at a, I'm assuming a blood donation center. Well, uh, they are very careful about it. I have to wear a mask mm-hmm. when I'm doing it. Um, they do the um, take my temperature before I go in. They will. Um, everyone is very uh, careful about everything we do, but blood is still needed. Platelets are still needed, so people still have to go out and give them. Yeah, I've heard that there's been a blood shortage. I mean, almost from. From the moment we started sheltering in place and, and people started getting seriously nervous about coronavirus, people have stopped giving blood. But that doesn't mean that the need for blood stopped. Especially here in the military, we still have two ongoing situations uh, out there in the world where, where we've got soldiers on the line every day who need blood. So places like here in Fort Hood, Robertson Blood Center still desperately needs blood on a daily basis and soldiers can go by and give blood just like you. I mean, you're not at Robertson. Where are you in the world? I'm in Wichita, Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, but I have donated two different times on Fort Hood. Yeah, you have, you've been around the the whole United States. How many places did you guys donate in the U S yeah, I did. Uh, I went to the. Uh-huh. 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 
uh, how many times? How many places? How many places? Oh, how many places? All 50 states. Wow. You've donated all 50 states? Plus uh, 19 military establishments. Hold on just a second. I need to have my my temperature taken. Oh, here we are, live temperature taken. Maybe the first time on a podcast that someone has had their temperature taken. This is very exciting. Can you walk us through how they're doing this? Is Is it a oral one? Yes, I'm through. I've got my mask back on. It is oral. Now that I'm was, going it's through. done? Yes, it's done. That was and really I would, I anticlimactic. I imagine it would be more of a process. <laughs> no, I passed. Oh, well, congratulations. Yes, so now I'm going to walk in, and uh-huh. I just checked in. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to sit, and I'm going to wait. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit and wait. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, this is exciting. So here we are on the podcast with uh, Charlie and his mom, who is waiting uh, mm-hmm. to give blood, but you will be giving blood. Absolutely. That's correct. How long does it take to give blood? Well, to give blood, it would probably have gone through the whole process about an hour, but to do the platelets, it'll take me uh, the whole process about two and a half hours. Oh, wow. I will be sitting on the chair once they have put the needle in and the whole process has started, I will be there probably 140 minutes. Wow, that is a long time to have something stuck in your arm. Well, you don't feel it. You well, don't feel it. Bless you for for doing that. While you're waiting, though, we're going to introduce our very first guests of the show, and that is Sergeant First Class Bruce Huntress, a uh, striker mechanic with Three CR. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good that's morning. my mom. Uh, Bruce, mom, mom, Bruce. Nice to okay. you. Nice to meet you. From <laughs> <laughs> a distance. Then yes. we have uh, Bruce's son, Charles, who has something really cool going on. Uh, maybe cooler than giving blood. I don't know. I don't know. The jury's out. But uh, Charles, tell us, what is it? What is the cool thing that you do? I make picnic tables. He does. He makes picnic tables, but not just any picnic tables. Picnic tables for squirrels. And he has one in his lap right now. It's so cool. It's a tiny little picnic table um, that a, a cute little squirrel could get up on and uh, and eat some corn or nuts or whatever <laughs> squirrels do. How did you get into making picnic tables for squirrels? Tell me about that, would you, Charles? Well, my brain while I was doing the same thing, so. And where does he live? Florida. Florida. Wow. So you saw this happening in Florida and you thought this looks fun. So I saw you using some pretty heavy uh, equipment for this, some pretty cool tools. What tools do you use to make one of these? Pinewood. Mm-hmm. Table saw. A table saw. I can't wow. use a table saw. They wouldn't let me get close to one of them. <laughs> no way. And the jigsaw. Or the saber saw. I think it was the jigsaw. That's cool. That's a that's a heavy responsibility to 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 cut stuff like that, how do you keep yourself safe when you're when you're cutting the wood? I just borrow my dad's footsteps. Oh, so this is a team effort. Yes, that's great. Uh, tell me, Bruce, how did how did you guys get involved in in making this? Well, when uh, when we saw our son-in-law doing it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was just really cool. And my wife said, "Hey, I want you to make me one of those." So we did, and uh, people around saw that. And everybody wants one. So we've made close to 25 of them so far. Oh, wow. And we have orders. Uh, we sell them. 
Okay. And we sell them for $15 each. And people all around the neighborhood are buying them. And uh, pretty much it's just word of mouth. That's far less than the price of an actual picnic table. A little bit. And now that you say that, I would actually maybe want to get one of those and put my lunch on them myself and sit there and just wave (laughs) as people walk by. Right. Hello. Hello. I'm using my table. What are you doing? Well, let me let me ask you since sure. I can't see it. All right. And I'm I'm going to envision it because I think I've seen them before okay. in magazines. Are these like the little? It's got a table and then it's got a little seats on it. Yeah, it's a it's a picnic table, but it's so it's tiny. like a little picnic table. And is this one of those where they put the uh, dried ear of corn on it? Yes, yes. You could put. I mean, whatever the squirrels prefer, you could put pretty much anything on it. Ours seem to like peanut butter. Yeah, you could make tiny little peanut butter sandwiches mm-hmm. and put them on there. So do you put them in the tree? Do you put them on the yard? Where, where do they go? Anywhere you like. So anywhere you want to put a picnic table, you can put this little picnic table out there and put what squirrels like. Yes. And the squirrels will come and eat. So it's possible to put bird seed on it and the birds could come and eat. Yes. Yes, but I think, right. I think you'd have a little battle between birds and squirrels at that point. You know, they don't get along fabulously well. There is a competition. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You might have to put up a little sign, tiny sign that says squirrels only. <laughs> or make so maybe make color, one for birds and one for squirrels. What color are they? What colors do you have? Just light. So it's a light wood color? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's just it's it's, it's natural pine. No, it's just oh. natural pine. But you know, oh, you could okay. you if you uh, got your hands on one of these, you could paint one yourself if you wanted to maybe go with a color thing. Is it small enough? Mm-hmm. To be a little uh, a doll picnic table. Yes, Mom, you could have nice. dolls, I think. What do you think? Okay. Charles? Well, that would be fun with grandkids. Do you think you could have dolls sit up there and, and yet, Charles? They're five inches, so. By one foot. By one foot. Wow. So if you can imagine that, five inches by a foot. Okay. Let's so see. they're five inches. Okay. I'm horrible at, in my mind, seeing <laughs> so, measurements. So the... um. The table itself is five inches long, mm-hmm. and then the seats are one foot apart. Okay. So, and it looks like a regular, ordinary picnic table, except somebody just hit it with a shrink ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. So, Charles, do you like squirrels? Why squirrels? Why not small cats or maybe <laughs> uh, slugs? Squirrels are just, when you think of squirrels, mm-hmm. some people think of SpongeBob. Okay, sure. I can see that. And on SpongeBob, you have this squirrel named Sandy. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty awesome. So instead of all the other animals, I thought, why not a squirrel? Oh, that's a good good thinking. You know what's yeah. funny? When uh, I talked to people, when I first saw the pictures and the video of you guys mm-hmm. doing that, and we'll post some of that okay. on, uh, on the podcast's Facebook page. But when I first saw those, and I shared it around the office here, people brought up spongebob they're like oh yeah like this girl in spongebob and i said yeah but probably not with without the uh the space suit no space suit no underwater squirrels <laughs> this is probably the the above ground squirrels so about how long does it take you to make one of those do you think charles um well when we make them mm-hmm. we make a bunch of them all at oh, okay. once so how many pieces do we cut for each table a sets of 10 so let's see, let's see it. One, two, three, four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Looks like there's 12, 13, 14 pieces make up one table ish. That's me just looking across the room and mm-hmm. guessing. Have you, I'm assuming you guys have 
uh, one of these in your own backyard. Is that correct? Yes, we have a couple of them. Oh, a couple of them. What kind of <laughs> what kind of stuff have you seen happen with these tables? Uh, describe how the squirrels take to the tables. Do they enjoy them? Do they do they ever get upset and maybe toss the table like they have a little squirrel argument? And like, Rah! yeah. Do they fight over the food on them? Pretty much. <laughs> they do. Do you have have you named the squirrels? Um. Nope. No, you gotta name the squirrels. You're providing them a food a table. I gave them all the same name. Oh, the what Sandy. Is, Sandy. 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 That's a good name for a squirrel. You know, if I was you, I would also make little menus. Oh, and, that's And cute. put it on the table. Do you take pictures of the squirrels? No. No. You Mom, give them their privacy. Mom has. Oh, okay. Mom takes the pictures. I see that. When you put when you put the peanut butter on it, how do you put the peanut butter? Do you smear it on top or do you put it in containers or what? No, you just lay it on the top of the table and they come along and take the, the peanut butter and the crackers and just some of them uh, have actually sat on the seat while they're eating. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to watch them. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that would be cool. That would that be is cool. so sweet. So as far as woodworking goes, is this your first woodworking project or do you do other uh, have you done other stuff in the past? I have not done other stuff in the past on wood. No, so this is your first? Pretty much. Wow, that's amazing. That is absolutely... I'm getting... Who is calling me? <laughs> who is calling me in the middle? Well, Hold on. Let's see who this it's is. It's not me. Hold on. I'm going to merge this with Linda Park. Hello. Yes, um, I'm calling in regards to a website course that you guys give. Who is who is this? It's Lieutenant Risher. Oh, hey, Lieutenant. Hey, this is uh, Charlie Mabe with uh, Fort Hood Public Affairs. And I, I think I have to tell you by law, maybe not. Uh, you're on Fort Hood's great big podcast right now. Okay. You've called <laughs> well, in. Hello. hello. And mom, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. So, and this is my mother. Hello. Hi. Hello, and uh, we also have Sergeant First Class uh, Bruce Huntress, who's here. Say hello, if you would. Good morning, ma'am. And his son, Charles. They make tiny little picnic tables for squirrels. Hello? Ma'am? Yes, I'm sorry. My, my dog's over here barking. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Some of those pictures on Facebook, and those are pretty awesome. I yeah, they are. Little squirrels eating off of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you ever, have you, do you have any of those in your backyard at all, the little picnic tables? I do not. Not yet. Would you, would you like to have one? <laughs> yes, I would. Because these people can hook you up. Maybe after the show, uh, we can uh, get some information, and, I, and we can hook you up with how to get one of those picnic tables. Okay, that'll be perfect. Thank you. That's fantastic. I know that's not why you called, though. But you, you don't have any questions for uh, Team Squirrel? <laughs> no, I don't. Not right now. Though. All right. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. All right. You all take care. All right. Stay safe. You too. Wow, it sounds like you may have a customer there, Charles. Yeah. Right? That's pretty awesome. Things are already paying off for you, and you just got on the show. Yes. You never know what's going to happen on the podcast. Yes, that's pretty you, cool. You never know. You never know. So you said you hadn't done any woodworking in the past. So has this made you interested in maybe doing other projects in the future? Yes. All right. So what's maybe something else you'd be interested in in building in the future? Oh, an uh, axo-sized picnic table. Really? Full, a full-size picnic table? Yes. Oh, that'd be cool. That, that would be really nice. Aren't you afraid that giant squirrels will come? 
I'm not even worried about Zionist girls. Well, that's good. Oh, it, no. One less thing to worry about, huh? One less thing to worry about. What color would you like a giant picnic table to be? Green or orange. Oh, orange would be interesting. Oh, that would be good. I like those colors. Good. I like those colors a lot. Maybe not green and orange, but green or orange, I think is good. So how long have you guys, so <laughs> this woodworking just started with the, with the picnic table. Is, it, is this a quarantine kind uh, of thing? Yes, or? it was, we were sitting around the house and we're like, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. So like I said, when we saw that, we're like, yeah, okay, we can make those. Yeah, well, you guys have made uh, a great looking picnic table um you know i understand that my wife is going stir crazy Mm -hmm. around the house right now she said to me this weekend we have to get out and go do something i said the problem with texas is even if we went out and drove any direction we went would kind of look the same as it does here you're not really seeing any new sites you're just seeing a lot of texas yeah texas is very spread out yes it's 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 very big but you know what that means more people to sell picnic table, tiny little picnic tables too. So have you thought about like starting a website and, and marketing them online or do you do it through social media, your friends? How do you get the word out about your... Well, right now it's word of mouth. Okay. Um, we were talking about maybe putting it on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see how it goes with just word of mouth first and the uh, expenses versus sure. the, the, uh, the price of it and stuff. But yeah, I mean, we were talking about that and maybe putting some other little projects on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about building a chessboard, and that's nice. Uh, yeah, some different tables and stuff, or maybe even a birdhouse or a birdhouse. You know, you've given something to the squirrels, maybe give a little something something to birds. It's just an idea for the future. You don't even have to. Uh, you don't even have to acknowledge that I gave you that idea. I'm going to let you have that for free. I'm not going to ask for a penny. If you build a birdhouse, it's all yours. Okay. All right. All right, that's awesome. I'm glad this has worked out well for you. Well, I want to thank well, you guys. For, wait, oh, whoa, whoa. Mom's Charlie, stepping. I just yes. wanted to tell you, I can't wait till you, fo- you post the pictures. I want to see what they look like. Well, we'll get them up. You're going to have to because yeah, uh, I... look, on, look, on the, uh, look on the Facebook page okay. um, shortly after this goes out to the world, and we'll have those pictures on there. And I also like the videos of, of you actually building them. Mm-hmm. I saw that, and I was like, wow, this is serious business. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty fun. We have fun doing it together. This is absolutely fantastic. Well, I want to thank you both for being on the show. Thank you with me for today. having us. Is there anything you want the people out there listening to know about squirrels, Charles? Are there any insights you have? Nope. All right. Very <laughs> good. Cut and dry. Well, once again, thanks for stopping by. Thank and you. That's wonderful. Yeah, I think that's great. And uh, I wish you all the success with your little critters and with your full-size picnic yes. table Yes. when the time comes. We will put multiple little ones on the big one. Oh, you should do that. That oh, would be awesome. Be yes. That should be, be awesome. All right. Well, we'll be back with more fun and excitement right after these non-commercial messages. Nobody likes needles. The folks at Fort Hood's Robertson Blood Center get it. But giving blood means giving the gift of life. Write down this number, 285-5808. That's the Robertson Blood Center at 285-5808. Give them a call and give till it hurts. Okay, it doesn't hurt that much, unless you really don't like needles. Then you can look away when they stick you. I actually passed out once while getting blood drawn, but that's because I forgot to eat something that morning and smoked a half pack of cigarettes before walking in. 
Don't ever do that. But the best part is that when you're done, you get juice and cookies. I really like that. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast, saving you from coronavirus since February 20th, 2020. And we're back, and more than that, we're back with Dave. I'm back. Welcome. Yay. So, where have you been? What's up? <sighs> I got to uh, take the wife to a medical appointment. That's exciting. She is uh, got the strangest feet I've ever seen <laughs> on, a, on a human being. She's five foot one. Mm-hmm. She her her shoe size is a woman's six, which is about normal for someone five foot one. Okay, but it's a double E width, so that's very wide. Yeah, Hobbit like, really wide. All right. right, she's very well balanced. Oh, very good. She's right. stable. It's good to have stability in but, a marriage. Uh, yeah, she was also uh, over the years developing bunions. Oh, right. So two years ago almost two years ago, about the time you got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had surgery on the right foot. All right. right that, you know, the driving foot. And two months uh, recovery before she could actually put a shoe on again. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Friday before coronavirus locked us all down. I remember that. You remember that? I yeah. was there for that. I was out. She was having surgery uh, on the left foot. Mm-hmm. So she's been on a scooter, a knee scooter. For uh, <laughs> the last six weeks and can't wait. Those are so cool. Yeah. So x-rays this morning and they said, yeah, you're recovering pretty good. Da, 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 da. And she got to walk out of the car in a walking boot. Oh, fantastic. So that's an advancement, right? She can do it an hour at a time and or however much she can take. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's still painful. I mean, to, to take care of a, Onion, mm-hmm. you know, has that big old growth, you know. She couldn't even get yeah. into her double E shoes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, to take care of that, they basically just break your foot. Okay. Straighten it back out, sew it up, sew it back up, and go, yep, we broke your foot. Wow. To fix it. So she's on the, the right foot, mm-hmm. still got white feet, mm-hmm. right? She just doesn't have that big old bone pushing out. But on the right foot, I mean, that, that one... Took her about three months before she was walking normal again. Wow. And it's been six weeks, so she's about halfway there. Okay. But yeah. how's her how's her attitude? Is it positive? <sighs> well That's a that was a pregnant pause. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, she drives, she goes around, she's you know, she has her car. Yeah. And her car has been sitting in the garage for the last six weeks. She can't drive. Well, Hey, welcome to 2020 America. <laughs> we're, so, you know, we're she's all locked, there. We're all locked up anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, a little stir crazy. I can imagine. Yep. I can imagine. Well, hopefully uh, her feet uh, healing will be right in there in line with all of us being able to enter into polite society again. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would be Everybody good. comes out, she can come out too. That's actually pretty good timing. Because yeah. uh, she's not really missing anything. Yeah, true. It's not like life is passing her by. Well, the biggest thing she's missing 
Mm -hmm. That's coming up. Uh, We had back in December, you know, it was one of these uh, maybe extra Christmas present, anniversary present, whatever. Mm -hmm. I bought pretty good seats for a Bon Jovi concert in Dallas that was supposed to happen at the end of June. Yeah. Yeah, they decided there's no tour this year. So I wasn't uh, I wasn't doing Bon Jovi, but Will Courtney, yeah, the fella that uh, does our intro song and outro song. Yeah, that was and, supposed to be coming up. Yeah, and then that also canceled. Got canceled. So, oh well. I was hoping to talk to him about coming on the show, but lots of fun entertainment that just ain't I, happening. I don't understand why they can't do it online. I mean, I mean, they kind of do. They They've had some of those concerts, but I mean, like you could stream a live concert. You could charge people for it. Pay-per-view. Yeah. And here's the, sorry, we couldn't come to your, your city. No, you're not. You should really start the whole promotion thing. You could make millions. Yeah. Cause instead of paying whatever you were paying for a Bon Jovi, take, what do those go for? Five or six bucks now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, uh, <laughs> you know, you cut it down to two bucks and everybody's got a front row seat. They could even take requests. Sure. Huh? Yeah. It's a great idea. There you go. I'm not even charging for that one either. I'm giving ideas about tiny squirrel tables. I'm giving ideas <laughs> I'm really about sorry concerts. I missed that one. I oh, passed them in the fantastic. hall walking in. It was fantastic. Uh they had uh, the squirrel kid, his dad, my mom. It was it was absolutely beautiful. Well, it's better than you in here talking to yourself. That's right? true. That's true. And the, the show was was dangerously close to that. Oh, good. And, and you I know, can't wait to hear it. Believe it or not, this is not the Charlie and Dave segment because we have someone else in here with us, uh, Captain William Beaver, who is a chaplain with One Seven Cav. Gary Owen. That's right. And this is a man with plans. Really, absolute plans. Yes, better, better plans than uh, you pay per viewing every concert. There's no better plan than that. But no, this true. is different plans. Oh, I can't These wait These are to different plans. Chaplain, tell us about your plans. Well, I've lived on post with my wife. We live over in Comanche 3. Mm-hmm. And um, we love doing things on post. We've always loved living on post. We lived on post at Fort Gordon. And we're one of these families that kind of embraces the culture. Sure. And, and right now you've got no choice but to <laughs> embrace, embrace it for a lot of soldiers. Embrace <laughs> Comanche 3. That's right. So... We've been driving past um, the now empty old PX mm-hmm. on Clear Creek. Yeah. And we have noticed that that whole Clear Creek exchange area is becoming a center of gravity for on post families. I mean, like if, for instance, Halloween, I couldn't believe there were thousands of people out there, lots of children who were there mm-hmm. trick or treating everywhere, crossing back over. And it's within walking distance of Comanche, too. Sure. So. You know, I've talked around to some folks and said, uh, what would your interest be if we had an on-post roller skating rink? And I know that Fort, doing some research, at Fort Hood used to have one mm-hmm. across the uh, the highway. And it closed down, I think, in 2016. And it had been there for a while. But location is everything. Yeah, Location mm-hmm. is key. And who knows? It could have been because of that location, people just didn't about it didn't go there i didn't know about it i was i didn't know we had one of yeah. Those. yeah and there was a what i did what i found out was there was an uh, a facebook um a survey going around and families trying to uh to fight to keep it here of sure. course it was just those families that knew about it sure right but now why can't we utilize that existing old px mm-hmm. put a roller skating rink right in there don't need to break ground don't need to build a new building mm-hmm. convert it and it's large enough 
that you could also put in um, a, a freestanding martial arts studio. There's lots of benefits and cost effectiveness. I mean, think about it. Families are looking for these type things anyway. Mm-hmm. They're going to go off post to find them. Why not spend their money here on post? MWR. Does it say you just got MWR's ears just perked up somewhere? What? Oh, yeah. money? Somebody's, talking, post? somebody's what? talking money. What? 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 Yeah. I mean, I would use it. When I was at Fort Benning, for mm-hmm. instance, uh, and it, as a chaplain there, our FRG meetings, we'd have to try to finagle people to come to there. Sure. But then when we would host them at the off-post roller skating rink, mm-hmm. it'd be our biggest turnout. I mean, families would come and they'd stay for a couple hours. We'd sure. have pizza there, and you got to help me out with the roller huge. rink thing because I've been in bowling alleys and I was a bowler for a while. But mm-hmm. roller skating rinks—I mean, it's probably been when I was say the '80s. I think of the disco ball and a bunch. You know, here it is, and it's a big, you know, big flat area. Hey, hey, hey! It's yeah. an all skate. Yeah. Come on out. And yeah. uh, you know, there there will be the boards like you know, mm-hmm. like it would be a hockey rink or something. You know. You, you can play hockey on skate on. Oh, you right? hope you can. Yes. Right? yes. Okay. But anyway, I mean, that's, that's the visual image that I have. Is that what you're proposing is something like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I thought the great place, call it the great skate. And it's right here. <laughs> now I got a question, uh, going back to the martial arts studio. Do you imagine that these people would be doing martial arts on roller skates? That would be interesting to see. So I'd go just to see that. <laughs> you know, again, I'm I'm not a financial wizard when it comes to construction of buildings and stuff, but it seems logical that it would cost less to convert an existing building than it mm-hmm. would to break ground and build a new one. You've got mm-hmm. free parking. You've got um, latrines on there for men and women. You've got a former food court, so you have a place to put a snack bar. You've got little places to put offices. I mean... You, you've got it, and plenty of parking, and it's everything is right there already. You have the bowling alley. We right. got participate in the in the bowling leagues there when we had them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So besides giving us the the first scoop, you planning on pushing this forward? Maybe talking to MWR, pushing it up through channels. Well, I sent What's it, the plan. I, I sent a message out to MWR, and they said, "Thank you for your idea. We'll get back with you." <sighs> Yeah. And then but, you sent a you sent a message to public affairs and look where that got you. That's right. And, and the podcast. <laughs> you know, but but here here's the thing. So I've got orders to PCS to, to Fort Bliss, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. I, I always like too. giving back to the army. You know, and and I don't, my idea is to see the great place become even greater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. But you guys down at Gary Owen are doing some other great things, right? We are. On we, Friday, we you guys were getting at it. Yes, yes. We have our, our commander, Lieutenant Colonel Richard Groen. He's, um, he, he loves to give back. He's supportive of our families, and he's challenged us uh, to give back. And mm-hmm. we had troopers that, honestly, when they weren't doing minimal manning in the motor pool, right, hanging out in the barracks, doing online training, they, they took up that challenge, and they were volunteering to go down to the 4th ID memorial mm-hmm. and to completely restore it in fact we have actually adopted that our unit has adopted that memorial nice we're going to continue to care for that nice we're completely restoring it and um, we're going to have a rededication ceremony on memorial day and thereafter 
We're going to have a, a small number of troopers each month come by and kind of spot check it, make sure it's still looking good, taking That's care nice. of it. And until at some point down in the future, somebody else says, hey, we'll take that from you. But but we've adopted it now. Well, yeah. I got a question for you. Those soldiers that were uh, that were taking care of it. So we posted a video of that on the Fort Hood yeah. Sentinels mm-hmm. uh, Facebook page. Once again, the Fort Hood Sentinel, uh, Fort Hood's greatest and only newspaper. But... Somebody came back with a, a smarmy comment. Oh, they were voluntold. Uh, yeah. Were they were they volunteers or were they voluntold? Absolutely. They were not voluntold. These were not extra duty troopers. In fact, I asked them when they gathered around, mm-hmm. because I'm the chaplain. I, you know, they made me the OIC, and I had an NCOIC out there. And I said, all right, how many of you were voluntold? Not one hand went up. How many of you have been assigned this as extra duty? Not one hand up went, went That's up. That's fantastic. So they, they volunteered, and I was surprised because they went out on Friday, and then you have Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now think about it. A trooper hang out in the barracks or go. We had four, 12, 14 show up on Saturday. Worked That's all great. day. That's go. great. You hear that, smarmy Facebook guy? They were volunteers. <laughs> and they told me that, you know, this is an opportunity for them, especially um, because of this uh shelter-in-place COVID-19, mm-hmm. they're looking for things to do. Sure. And, you know, and sure. my wife and I, we, we love, like I said, we love the post. We drive around, we look at tanks that are kind of rusting and kind of these memorial places, and we think, man, how awesome would it be if, if uh, troopers on post volunteered to adopt some of these things and give back because they're just itching to volunteer. Right. And I, I see that. And I, I talk to these troopers individually on Saturday, I was out there both days, all day, mm-hmm. and and they were like, "This is this is great, Chaplain." As soon as they said, "Here's an opportunity to volunteer for something worthwhile," I was eager to do it and to come back a second day. Did you talk to the uh, Sentinel news editor that was out there covering it? I believe I did. Yeah, yes, sir. That's great. That's in this week's paper too. So there's your plug. Yeah, but the Fort Hood Sentinel. You the mean Fort, Fort Hood's Sentinel. greatest yeah. and only newspaper. Standing watch since 1942. Well, and you know what? People can pick that up. Hard copy, still old school, yo. Yeah. And digitally online. And there's a PDF. Yeah, there is. Want to do something? I don't know what you do with it, but it yeah, exists. Well, but it, it's there. It's there. So tell me, so for this rededication ceremony that's going to happen on Memorial Day, 4ID is not here anymore. So how's that going to work? They're at Carson, right? Yeah. They're up in Colorado. So how's this is their their memorial. How, how does that work? Well, we uh, some folks that were connected to the 4th ID saw some of our posts sure. on Facebook. Sure. And um, they identified themselves as being part of the National Fourth ID Association. Okay, sure. And so they invited me to link our One Seven Cav Facebook page to theirs. Nice. So I shared our material on their page, and we are hopefully going to Facebook Live this, so anybody that wants to can join in, or then of course it'll be recorded there. They can view it at a later date. But, you know, with modern technology, they don't physically have to be here. Oh, for sure the Post is going to want to share that live stream. Oh, yeah, we'll be all over that. Oh, yeah. My commander has uh, ordered a 4th ID flag. Hasn't arrived yet, but we're going to be raising that flag on that flagpole. Nice. And uh, we, we need still to work on the light fixtures because some of those are really in mm-hmm. shape right now. Mm-hmm. 
and we're still waiting on uh, the uh, the museum curator to kind of give us some guidance on uh, how to uh, put some of the paint, the colored paint, back on some of the plaques because sure, we want to make sure they're done right, and but that they're gonna they're gonna look beautiful and look new. That's a month away. It. You got it some is. work to do. It yeah. is. But I'll tell you what, I, th- I think with the work we did this weekend, about 75% of it is done. Nice. Oh, wow. I mean, they busted it. I, I, was, I was blown away. How does it make you feel? I mean, this is a, a Iraqi Freedom Memorial for four ID soldiers that, that gave their all uh, in that war. Uh, how does it make you feel to uh, bring it back to life? Well, it makes me feel great. And one of the things I... I told the troopers before we started, I said, you know, give them some perspective. I said, think about it. This is their Vietnam Wall. Right. This is this is Iraqi freedom kind of Vietnam Wall. Mm-hmm. There's names on there were people that deployed from Fort Hood. Right. That never came back to Fort Hood alive. Right. You know, and I, I, I pray that our names don't ever wind up on a wall. But sure. when we say in the chaplain corps, um, the three three things that we say is a we honor the we um we nurture the living, care for the wounded, and honor the fallen. I told them that uh, that's our our Gary O and Squadron Commanders three things that are important to him as well, and that's why he's a great he's a great commander for a chaplain to have. Sure. So uh, so I said we are out here honoring the fallen. We're not going to forget. And I know we say that flippantly. Oh, you you're gone, but not forgotten. Right. I said this is one way that we can truly remember. Right. And to, I saw troopers sitting on the ground, literally, mm-hmm. with their thumb and finger pulling weeds from between every one of those bricks. Right. Didn't hear one complaint nice. the entire two days. And I, I was just, I was amazed. And t- to me, it made me proud to be part of an organization where young men and women have that desire to give back. I mean, they're honored. They did that out of their own time. I think the best thing about it all, though, is you're going to bring it back. But yes. then they've made the commitment to maintain it. Yes, it, it means something. And I have more volunteers that said, we didn't know this was going on. Sure. Let us get involved. Let us know when you're doing it again. I mean, we I have a uh, a behavioral health person in our brigade that wants to help out next time. Mm-hmm. She didn't know it was going on. And there's to me, there's so many troopers that want to get involved there may not be enough projects for them to just volunteer their time, but I'm glad that these jumped on this and they represented all parts of our squadron. Yeah. It's, it's such a good news story. And uh, I don't know, a little birdie has told me that it's probably going to be on the front page of this week's paper. That's awesome. I mean, the Fort hood Sentinel, yeah. Fort hoods, greatest and only newspaper. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, maybe I know the guy that yeah. actually makes yeah, that maybe decision. Maybe you know that guy. Maybe you know that guy. <laughs> My question is, and I just, I'm not necessarily putting it to you. I'm putting it into the universe. But how the hell did it get to the point where it needed to be refurbished? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a great question. I have that question too. So yeah. how, who forgot it? Who neglected it? Yeah. So the important thing, though, is that we make sure it doesn't happen again. And you guys are doing a great job of that. I know me and you, Dave, yep. have a connection to the Cav Memorial. Yes, we do. And I would just be beside myself if I saw that thing not being properly maintained. Mm-hmm. 
So, and, but it's hard. I'm not. I'm not trying to to get on 4ID. They're not here. Right. They're in in Colorado. So, but it's fantastic that you guys are are stepping up and doing that. And I know veterans, even the the veterans that aren't connected to Operation Iraqi Freedom, mm-hmm. it means a lot to them as well. You know. Absolutely. It 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 means a lot to me. I, one of my favorite things is um, is visiting. Um, memorials like this, you know, my, my father-in-law is a Vietnam vet. And for years he avoided going to the Vietnam wall. And, um, right after I, I got married, you know, uh, to his, his daughter, I asked my, uh, father-in-law if he'd be willing to let me take some leave time and take him to the wall. And he thought about it and said, absolutely. I'll go with you. And so we went up there, stayed in Fort Belvoir, and I took him to the Vietnam Memorial. And he had tears in his eyes because he had lost contact with a buddy. He had done two tours in the Marines there, lost contact with a buddy. And then when he saw his buddy's name on that wall, sure, hit him hard. Oh, yeah. And he recognized his name is Bruce. So we saw all his names, Bruce. And he said, you know, I can't tell you, there were many times my name was close to being on that wall. Yep. And so even though it's names on a wall, here you have names on plaques mm-hmm. at this fourth ID. Mm-hmm. It's significant. It is significant. And I know that if you go look at it, some people have put coins in the boots. Sure. They right. put flags on the name plates, and some of them have cut little square pictures and put them on there. Right. And we talked about that with the troopers before we started restoring it. And I don't want to know, the, the, one of the things I noticed with these troopers they were treating it as, it as if it were their own property. They had such a delicate touch, and it got down into the very nitty-gritty details. This was not just a, a wipe it over and then walk away. Sure. I mean, it was amazing to see the detail that they put into that. And I think these troopers were very thoughtful, and, and it changed them. Working on a, a memorial yep. to fallen soldiers. Well, yeah. I always looked at even if it's not uh, an OIF memorial, you know, it's it's very easily, especially if you've been there and done that, to look at it and go, you know, there for the grace of God go I. This very well could have been me mm-hmm. or someone I know. This yes. person, and and every name is is someone who existed and who has a family that's still out there, and that name still resonates in our society and culture. And that has not been that long ago. No. And we still have troops. It's still, let's not forget. It's still going. Yes. It's still going. Uh, A lot of, a lot of people, we've had a lot of stuff come up between then and now. How long has Afghanistan been going? We're at past 20 years. Yeah. Oh, two, right? Yeah. So this is, this is still, actively happening soldiers are still actively giving their lives for their country through everything that's been through imagine that there's people who are adults now that uh that were born when this conflict first started right golly gosh well we certainly have come a long way from squirrel picnic tables to roller skating and now (laughs) now meditating on on war that's you never know what you're going to get with Fort Hood's great big podcast. We take you through all the emotions. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, hey, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Um, 
I really hope that the the roller skating thing comes to pass. That's so cool, and we can we can do a podcast from it. Absolutely, we could do a roller skating podcast. Although I don't know how that would work with the some the really power bad eighties disco music in oh, the background. Oh, I can't dun, wait. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how many would be surprised at how many would love that. It's oh, I'd love throwback it. Thursday and absolutely love it. I have wonderful <laughs> memories of being at the skating rink as a kid. Absolutely wonderful memories. Um, so once again, thanks for thanks for being on, and I think we'll probably dig more into the memorial thing as it. Oh yeah, as we get closer to that. I I, I honestly think that uh, besides doing it on social media through us as well, uh, we're you know we're going to cover it for you know the newspaper and all that stuff. However, I think we should be there. Oh, I I agree, absolutely agree, and I want to before uh, we uh, move on to the next segment, I want to ask you if. Someone out there wants to lend a hand in helping restore all this stuff and bringing it back up to snuff. Who do they need to reach out and how do they need to reach out? Well, I'm the OIC of the project. However, um, because we're, we're kind of tied into specific tasks and mm-hmm. now we're kind of on a pause waiting to find out how we need to progress mm-hmm. on painting the, uh, the placards. There's really not a big need for a whole lot of volunteers for that right now. Okay. Right? But in the future. But to find um, out more, maybe one seven yeah, just contact, Facebook page? Yes. Contact yes. us through It'll Facebook? Be, yeah, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll, we'll push them over that way. And Absolutely. you heard it here. One seven Cav on Facebook. Go there. Ask questions. Gary Owen. Yeah. Seven first. Great job, sir. All right. And thank you for having me. Thank, mm-hmm. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. It's been our pleasure. Dave, want to see us out? Uh, And we'll be back right after this message. Hey, it's Melissa here from Fort Hood Shelter and Adoptions. Now is a great time to stop by and see what furry friends they have waiting for their forever home. Or, down boy, you can follow their Facebook page called Fort Hood Shelter and Adoptions. The great thing about pets that come from Fort Hood Shelter and Adoptions is... All right, now, because they're practically free. Well, sometimes they're free. They just need a good mommy or daddy. So stop by Fort Hood Shelter and Adoptions. Check the Facebook page of Fort Hood Shelter and Adoptions. Or even call Fort Hood Shelter and Adoptions at 254-287-4675 to make someone very, very happy. They say singing can help you remember things. So here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Virtual playdates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Coming on strong on a Monday. I feel so low. Won't be long. So, that's how, that's how the world was. This, whatever day it is. Yeah. Whenever you've Whenever listened you to this. Whenever you decide to listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Uh-huh. Oh, how we've changed. Yes, we have. Oh, how we've changed. And and this podcast has morphed from me to me and my mom. Yeah. To me and my mom and that mystery caller. Yes. Um, and then you you showed up. Yes. And now it's just you and me. But let's see, because we are we are missing the trois. Is that three? Yeah, it's that's three. We're missing the trois to our you. <laughs> Troisième <laughs> means third. Oh, okay, so we're we're missing someone. So let's see, since we've had such good luck with the phones today. If we can get Miss Brianna Dew on the phone, who is under the weather, not with coronavirus. Not. Not. With coronavirus. Not. So let's see. Let's try this. Uh, the wireless dun, dun, customer you are calling again. is not available. Please. Okay. Again, I've had such bad luck. We tried her earlier in the show. Same yeah. thing. Call your mom. Same thing. Absolutely blocked. Call uh, your mom. Well, let's see. This is going to be a. A crapshoot as well. But here we go. Totally, folks, she totally, seriously, has no idea we're about to call her. Outstanding. So let's see what happens. One ringy dingy. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm obliged to tell you, by law, possibly, you are on the air. On Fort Hood's great big podcast with oh. Charlie and Dave. Say hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> hey, Mom. What? Hey, I, it occurred to me that yeah. uh, I never thanked you for coming on to the show. We thanked the, yeah. um, Charles and his father, but uh, never got around to thanking you for filling in for Brianna. But I loved it. I didn't need to be thanked. It was a wonderful thing for me to be asked, and I loved doing it. It was fantastic. You know, you've, in a way, you've performed a service for your country. Uh This is a government product. Well, I am just so honored. So the next Veterans Day, you can maybe say, well, I was on a podcast. Thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Get that, get that uh, free meal at, at the restaurant of choice. Hey, my service was producing a child that ended up being Charlie Mabe. Oh, mom. Oh, Feel yeah. free to talk about that some more. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad. You were technically our second choice. Brianna's not picking up. <laughs> uh, she, oh. She's, oh. Uh, hey, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of thought she might. She had been feeling under the weather this week. In fact, she uh-huh. went to see the doctor. They gave her some antibiotics. Uh-oh. So she's recovering from that. Not coronavirus. It is not Good. coronavirus. Not. No. Good. So she's on the mend. I talked to her last night. She had hoped to be able to to call into the show, but that didn't work out. So I have to ask, what are you doing right now? Since we just literally, we randomly called you. That is correct. Is that not correct? <laughs> I'm reading. You're reading. What are you reading? <laughs> A book about John. <clears throat> Excuse me, a book about John Brown. Was that in? Uh, was that into your elbow? Yes, it was. Ah, that was the <laughs> correct answer. A book yes, about John Brown. Who is John Brown? John Brown was an um, a guy who did not believe in slavery. Abolitionist. Oh, absolutely. Kansas, he, bloody Kansas. 
Remember that? Yes, Kansas, well, this is after bloody that. Kansas. This is that. No, no, this is Harper's oh. Ferry. This okay. is later. Oh, this okay. Later. Well, we don't use words like that on the podcast. We're all inclusive. But, um, you know, <laughs> you're from a different generation than us. I truly am. I am older. Is that a, is it a good book? It is a good book. That's what I've spent most of my time doing of with this stay at home thing going on. I've been reading and reading and reading. Well, Hey, I wanted to bring something up because when we talked to you earlier, you were giving blood or about to yes. give blood. How did that, how did that work out for you? Donated platelets. It was perfect. I donated two units of platelets. And from what I understand, a little social media told me you got a special pin. Wow. For that. You crossed a, a milestone. Absolutely. What was that? I, a 53 gallons. To, uh, well, it's wow. 53 gallons plus one unit in my lifetime. And my husband is working on his 76th gallon. That's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. That's, that'll feed a lot of vampires. It is. I didn't mention that when you when we talked about it before. I, my husband and I also donated with ASBP. We donated at 19 military bases in the United States. Well, actually, you did mention that, but it's oh, worth I? mentioning again. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The... Well, you know what? We were extremely proud and honored to be asked to do that. And it. one of the things I was reading back, something that I came across uh, about our time doing that, that I had written down, and we had said that donating for uh, the military service was the most gratifying out of any and we were treated with the most respect out of any place that we've ever ever donated well that's it's great. something we'd like to do it again and that's more right. people hey. need to get out and do it and yeah because they they still need blood and uh, with this coronavirus Especially thing, now yeah they need it more it, than ever it doesn't hurt it's a stick and a sting and there's no uh, no other pain I mean, and sticking a sting, that's it. Free cookies, I think. And Isn't free right? cookie, yeah, absolutely. Free cookies still, afterwards. The orange juice, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are so good to you. Come for the cookies, yeah. stay for the uh, bloodletting. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Save lives. Right. Save lives. Well, like I said, it was fantastic having you on the show. I hope to do it again. You call me. <laughs> uh oh, Brianna. Anytime. First, yes. first it was uh, Pearl going after her job. Now yep. it's my mother. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I bake, so you know. Uh, let me know when you can. I do see. I see a little bread or brownies or. I she said some, brownies. I see, <laughs> I see some Absolutely. Linda Parker in the future of the podcast. I'll tell you that. Absolutely, my uh, hey. My first place prize in the state fair brownies. I, we can we can chat down on them. All right, I would oh. I would love that. So, are you willing to drive uh, down to Texas uh, <laughs> once a week to be on the podcast? Ooh, yeah. ooh, I have I have a phone that stays charged. All right, well that's that's a possibility. But we'll that keep is that. A we'll put that. We'll fold it up and put it in our back pocket. Absolutely, for, but you know, I I make a trip. I can't right now. Stay at no, home. No, that's true. That's true. Although Texas is going to be opening up at the end of the uh, at the end of the the month. End of the month, right? Mm-hmm. I read that where we open up. Well, they're going to make a decision on Sunday. Yeah, of Kansas we'll, for Kansas. Yeah, on Kansas for Kansas. Yes. Well, the but we haven't had the we haven't had the same numbers that you guys have. That, well, actually, our numbers around here have been pretty darn really low. Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah. And although the installation is not opening up, 
at the end of the, the month. We will eventually be taking steps when necessary. We've got people here who are evaluating the situation day to day. And when it's time for Fort Hood to start transitioning back into normalcy, mm-hmm. we will do that. Yep. And of course, that information will be on our Facebook page. Uh, so you, and we'll talk about it right here on Fort Hood's absolutely. great big podcast. Absolutely. So people absolutely. need to look for that and listen. <laughs> absolutely. And listen. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think that's about all the time we have for today. I'd try Brianna again, but I don't know how to do that with my phone. I'm sure right. it does it. So, and as you can tell by the music. Ah, uh, the music. Ah, oh, the Love music. Oh, yeah. Yes. That uh, Will Courtney. Will Courtney. Playing us out. He's our hero. Yep. Yes, he, he is. is. Yes, he is. He's good. By his music. <laughs> he helped us out. Let's help him. Yeah, he did. All right. Thank you again for asking me. It was an honor. Well, it was fun having you on. And you done good. Mm-hmm. You did. Thanks. And everybody, we'll see you next week with more fun, adventure, and excitement on the adventures of Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Peace. Be there, be square. Mm-hmm. Peace out, y'all.